0: The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered. We will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called out to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out so that, bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him, and he said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come to—they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of our way! They said. This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the the door of the house, young and old, struck them with blindness so that they could not find the door. The two men said to Lot, do you have anyone else here, son-in-laws, sons or daughters or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here because we are going to destroy this place. The outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and he spoke to his son-in-laws who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his son-in-laws thought that he was joking. With the coming of the dawn, the angels urged Lot saying, hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the men grasped his hands and the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. As soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, flee for your lives, don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you will be swept away. But Lot, Lot said to them, no, my Lord, please. Your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me, and I'll die. Look, there is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee there. It's very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. He said to them, Very well, I will grant this request too. I will not overthrow the town that you speak of but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. That's why the town will called Zor. By the time Lot reached Zor the sun had risen over the land and then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew These cities and the entire plain destroying all those living in the cities and all the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, towards all the land of the plain. And he saw dense smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. So, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zoar and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in Zoar. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day, the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old, and there's no man around here to give his children as is the custom all over the the earth. Let's get our father to drink wine, and then we will sleep with him and preserve our family line through our father. That night they got their father to drink wine, and the older daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. The next day, the older daughter said to the younger daughter, Last night I slept with my father. Let's get him to drink wine again. And tonight, you go in and sleep with him so that we can preserve our family line through our father. So they got their father to drink wine that night also. And the younger daughter went in and slept with him. Again, he was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son and she named him Moab. He's the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also had son, and she named him Ben-Ammi. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. Genesis 20. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between the Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gerar. And there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. And then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, You are as good as dead, because of the woman that you, are, you have taken. She is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not gone near her. And so he said, Lord, would you destroy an innocent nation? She did not say to me, She is my did he not say to me she is my sister? And didn't she also say he's my brother? I've done this with a clear conscience and with clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, and so I will. Keep, I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return to the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all his men, all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called in Abraham and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you've brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You've done things to me that should never have been done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What is your reasoning for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself there is surely no fear of god in this place and they will kill me because of my wife besides she really is my sister the daughter of my father through not one of my mother don't sorry <laughs> she really is my sister the daughter of my father though not of my mother and she became my wife And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, this is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, you will say of me, he is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah to his wife to him. And Abimelech said, my land is before you live wherever you like to Sarah he said i am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver this is to cover the offense against you before all you who are with you you are all completely vindicated then abraham prayed to god and god healed abimelech his wife his female slaves so that they could have children again for the lord had kept all the women in the in abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Now, the Lord was very gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham, Abraham in his old age, at the very time that God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son that Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne born him a son in old age. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day that Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar the Egyptian had been born to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that son's that woman's son will never share in the inheritance. With my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you to do, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and sent her off with the boy. He went on her way. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. And then she went off and sat about a bow shot away. For she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God came to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What's the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. At the time that Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything that you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or with my children or with my descendants. Show to me and the country where you now reign reside as foreigner, this same kindness that I have shown you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water, Abimelech's servants had seized but Abimelech said, I don't know who's done this. You did not tell me and I heard about it only today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech and the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock and Abimelech asked Abraham, what is the meaning of the seven ewe lambs that you have set apart by themselves? He replied, accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well so the place was called beersheba because the two men swore an oath there after the treaty had been made at beersheba abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces returned to the land of the philistines abraham planted a tamarisk tree in beersheba and there he called on the name of the lord the eternal god And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may his light shine upon you.